Hey everybody, welcome to a Wednesday. Now, if you did not know it, September is Suicide Prevention Month. Well, Sandy Kovar and Michelle Montgomery are here to talk about the Tears Talk and Walk, supporting suicide prevention and mental well-being. It's going on this weekend. We're going to find out all about it on today's show, which, by the way, is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Well, there you go. You got the phone number to Executive Properties. I tell you what, if you're looking for snow removal this winter, get a hold of these guys. They are good at Executive Properties, all right? Hey, if you have any questions or comments for Sandy or Michelle regarding the Tears Talk and Walk event going on this weekend, our number is 701-213-0863. Feel free to call or text 701-213-0863. Well, before we get too much further into the show, it is time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. And I'm, this one's not going to be very good, so we'll see what Dale, the producer, has to say. Uh, here we go. I went, uh, let's see, I went to a magic show uh, when I was in Mexico. Went to a magic show when I was in Mexico. And the magician was doing a trick when he counted uno, dos, and then he disappeared without a trace. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I got the thumb down from that one. Uh, I thought that one was okay. Uh, first off, uh, introducing Sandy Kobar. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? Good. What'd you think of that joke? That was awesome. It was, wasn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. See, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, would you please? Sure. My name is Sandy Kovar, um, and during the day, I am the heart attack and stroke coordinator at All True Health System. Oh. And on the side, I help coordinate the TEARS program that we're going to talk about today. Okay, uh, okay, and uh, across, who are you? I'm Michelle Montgomery. Oh, try that again. I'm Michelle Montgomery. There we go, there we go. What'd you think of the joke? I thought it was a thumbs up, actually. Yeah, Dale, I'm not going to ask you anymore. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm kind of gotten filled in here a little bit. You guys were a little early, but um, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would, Michelle. Sure. I'm a clinical social worker, and I work at the School of Medicine and Health Sciences here in Grand Forks, and I'm an advisory board team member for TEARS. So you guys are kind of busy people. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. How did TEARS start? What is TEARS? Um, so TEARS is an acronym that stands for Together We Educate About the Realities of Suicide. Um, I did lose a son on August 3rd of 2003 um, from suicide at the age of 18, Michael. Um, And when I started that journey, um, there wasn't much out there for resources here locally in town. And after I'm seeing how my family was suffering from grief and not knowing where to go and finding resources, um, I got together with our co-founder, Marilyn Ripplinger, who was Michael's high school counselor, and thought, okay, what can we do? How can we help educate future kids, families, so we can hopefully avoid suicide. So that's how Tears was born in the spring of 2004. We did our very first presentation that fall um, at Red River High School, hoping for 25 people was our goal to share um, signs and symptoms and then how to get through that grief process. Um, We ended up with over 350. Wow. 
Um, So that kind of just really validated that there was a need um, out there for education. And from there, we just kind of took off. And and then in 2009, we partnered with Altru. They had a suicide prevention program, too. And we thought if we mesh resources, we can actually expand our reach a little bit. Man, um, you know, um, it's funny because I don't know who we were talking with last week on the show, but um, uh, no parent should have to, to bury their child. Um, uh, I lost a younger brother uh, back in the day. He was only, I think he was 19 uh, at that time. Um, did it really surprise you when you had that first event? I mean, you know, you've, you've heard, we've all heard the saying, uh, cancer affects everybody, blah, 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 affects everybody. Suicide does too. It when does. you really think about it, it does. Um, to me, I could see how you'd be surprised, hoping for how many people and, and that many showed up. But um, really, I guess I wouldn't be surprised. Well, we were surprised because there's such a stigma around suicide yeah. and mental health that people don't talk about it unless you have to. So even in my journey, I've noticed people that um, kind of either suffer in silence or they shy away from you when you yeah. say the word suicide. We still get it today right. when I say that Michael died by suicide. So we, it either opens the doors. It's like, oh, I had a family member or I had a friend too or people choke and say, okay, end of conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm uncomfortable. Sure. So we want to break down that barrier. Um, So we were surprised actually um, that very first time. But after that, we were never surprised because we knew that people were hungry for support and information. You know, with all the national news and what's news and what's not news with, with the pandemic and all of that stuff. And and, and we find out now uh, more alcohol abuse, drug abuse, um, you know, mental illness, suicides, has that gone up? Have you found that all of this has gone up here locally too? Absolutely. And you know, working at the School of Medicine and Health Sciences, it's something that we are educating our future physicians on immediately. Day one, we start talking about it. It's a tough subject. And you know, we talk to them about the field that they're entering, much like Dr. Miles, who's sure. going to be um, our keynote on Sunday. You know, it, it's it's one of the realities of that job, of that profession. And mm-hmm. so we really, we want to be talking about it. We want to give um, a common place to say, hey, it's okay to talk about this. Sure. Um, you know, because when you look at the statistics in the pandemic is what you mentioned, yeah. right? Yeah. So there was some national news early on about a physician, an emergency room physician in New York that took her life. And it then really started to lend to the conversation. And the stats out there specifically related to physicians is 400 plus a year. So that's more than one a day. And, and, you know, when we look at other stats, um, it right now is the 11th leading cause of death in the U S. Oh my goodness. So in 2021, 48,183 Americans died by suicide. And those are the ones that we know. That we you know, know those are reported. Some right, of them right. are not reported or unknown cause. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that number is probably even higher. Yep. You know, we were, we were talking uh, before the show, too, about um, I know a lot of people who took their life. In fact, um, it was almost a year ago. A good friend of mine was actually on the show here. Uh, he had just got inducted into the National Dirt Track Racing Hall of Fame. Uh, as an announcer, I was getting ready to board an airplane. I knew he'd been missing for a day, going from one event to another. And as I was boarding the airplane, uh, they found him. And um, never would have known. I mean, I never would have known. I spent the better part of three days with the guy. Uh, nobody knew, you know. And, and it just, it, things, but that's changing. I mean, uh, you know, back when you had your unfortunate circumstances, were there like the 988 and, and things like that available? And if you don't know what that means, um, if you're having any problems, anything that it, it crosses your mind, which it does, especially with younger people, um, 988. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, 988 is actually a national um, 
hotline number for people that are in crisis for any type, and they will get you to the direct resources that you need. Um, it changed, was it July? July of last of 22 so it used to be the 1-800 talk Mm -hmm. um but they changed it to 988 you know just signifying the significance of it kind of like a 911 call sure sure mental health crisis so they've seen an increase um in calls because of that short number too there's also a text line 741-741 if you text that okay for those younger Uh, kids that feel more comfortable texting yes that would prefer to have a text conversation rather than uh you know verbal Because, you know, another stat that I wanted to share is in 2021, there was an estimated 1.7 million suicide attempts. Oh, my goodness. So when we have these resources, when we have that 988, when we have 741-741, locally, you can dial 211. That gets you to First Mm -hmm. Lincoln Fargo, and then they'll connect you within your geographical region. Um, You know, those are there. Sure. Those are resources that you're, you're talking to someone. It's not someone that you know Right, right, that right. can have that yeah. scary conversation. It's 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 someone out there that's listening, and it, it's maybe a little less scary because it's not that person that you're mm-hmm. worried of hurting. So mm-hmm. much. And you know, you you talk about the attempted uh, suicide, and, and you hear a lot of times, um, while well, they're just they were looking, reaching out for attention, um, they didn't want to commit suicide. It does happen, uh, even if you're just looking for attention. But if that's the case, that's still an issue. That needs to be taken care of. Well, they're looking for attention for a reason. So that statement is correct, but it's not in a negative way. No, no. uh, But yeah, they're they're asking for help. You know, when we go back to people that um, are thrown off, you know, we were, Michael, we were completely surprised by. Yeah. Um, But we know now that more than likely he had some type of undiagnosed mental health thing, depression or that type of thing. So there's that population of patient or people, but there's also those people that are seeking active help and still end up. So there's two separate populations and neither one of them is less important. Oh, exactly. You know I mean? So yeah. yeah. And, and, and a lot of time, uh, you know, when you talk about mental well-being, uh, mental illness, uh, whatever you want to call it, 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 um, a lot of times it's just easy stuff. I mean, it, it could be something as, as easy as, uh, one prescribed pill a day, uh, maybe talking to a psychiatrist. I don't know, but I mean, it's not the end of the world. But a lot of people, they don't realize that they even suffer from it. Right. Yeah. Well, with diabetes, if you have diabetes, you're going to go get that insulin. You're going to sure. go get those medications. So when we talk about mental health, uh, I really wish we'd call it brain health because I feel like you can yeah. envision a brain. Mm-hmm. You know, mental is kind of one of those words that back in the day had, you were called mental, right? That yep, was a yep, really yep, negative yep, connotation. Think about so, how, how, how mean kids are, yes, you know? Right. So if we could say brain health, that's an organ that you can envision and you mm-hmm. can envision helping that get yeah. better. Yeah. You know, it's the same if you break your leg, you're going to get crutches, you're sure. going to be in a cast. Mm-hmm. So if we can talk about that again and, and really say mental illness is no different than right. any of those others, we there is help. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why we're trying to get this out there. And even, um, you know, I'm going to just mention a little verbiage around this too Mm -hmm. because the word committed was just used and again you know when you say committed that that gives it almost like it's a criminal right yeah and so you know we really are trying to educate people on on how to talk about it so Mm -hmm. died by suicide took their life you know things like that that matters too and I think, you know, the more that we can get all those messages. Out yeah, committed is used in a lot of terms. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, and I, I 
truly get that. Um, okay, the Tears Talk and Walk event. Um, I did want to mention this, too, because uh, normally I don't talk about um, the paper, but um, if you look at the, uh, you see it um, on the front page today. Uh, what a great story. Physician to share his own experience with mental illness on Sunday, and we will get to that. But um, tell us, uh, what is the Tears Talk and Walk event? And uh, how was this the first one, or have you guys been doing this for a while? We've been doing it for a while. So our very first um, Tears Walk was in 2004. Five after we started, um, had a couple of them went through a little hiatus part of it, and then um, this is about our sixth or seventh one partnering with Altru. Um, we changed the name this year. We had the last few years it was Walk to Remember, Walk to Support, um, but as we kind of looked at the event and we want to talk and walk about it, so we want to talk about mental well-being, talk about coping skills, talk about suicide awareness, and then also walking or taking steps towards creating a healthy environment and doing that kind of thing. So we wanted, we did that intentionally um, that we're going to walk and talk about it and super excited that it's coming up this Sunday. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you guys got a great venue for it too. We do. Yes. Okay. The, so it's the Ingolstead, they're, they're donating the space, which oh, wow. is really yes. that is unheard huge. of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went in with another of our board members to, you know, inquire about if we could rent the space, mm-hmm. you know, what would that look like? And Jody Hodgson said, no, we want to donate. This Jody place. Hodgson is a stand-up dude. He yeah. really is, and so is Bradbury. Oh, I want yeah. to give a oh, shout out. You know, bubs, any yeah. he um, in twenty nineteen at the at the university we sponsored a walk by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, the first campus walk in North Dakota, and Brad and his and his wife came, and he came up to me after and said, "Anytime you do anything like this moving forward, I want to be invited. I want my guys there." And, and that has also then prompted athletics to really get involved. So we mm-hmm. have a lot of athletes that will be there. But, the, you know, it's when when it's noticed and supported by stand-up people like that in the community mm-hmm. that are really known and admired, I think that even just makes it better. And so when they said they would donate the space, I just I couldn't wait to yeah. tell the rest of the team. Yeah, and, and, and you know, again, um, it's it's affected by everybody. It, it really is. And, and it's just that most people... And this is a really cool thing because these are some pretty elite athletes. Um, but most people don't get a chance to try to help or do their part. You just hear about it. And you say, God, that's a shame. And, and wish there was something we could do. And then you go on. Yeah. You know, nothing else. Okay. Uh, so Sunday, Ralph Engelstead Arena. Uh, tell us about registration and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So registration starts at noon. Um, you can pre-register if you want at allchew.org slash tears. Um, it's free to come. The event is free. We didn't want any barriers to people not being able to attend. Um, we would like people to register. We'd like to get an accurate headcount so we can um, express those numbers at the end, um, follow-up um, information to share that. Um, registration starts at noon. So from noon to 1.30, we have a ton of fun activities going on. Um, we have silent auction baskets, which I'll let Michelle talk about, about 25 of them. We have hockey puck and soccer shooting with the UND hockey team. So oh, wow. they'll be there. We'll be giving away those nets um, to some fun kids um, at the end of the walk oh. as a memory. Uh, we have face painting, sidewalk chalk. Um, we have beads that represent the different um, types of loss that people have experienced Coloring pages. Um, coloring pages. We have a photo booth. We have Mrs. International, Miss North Dakota, Miss Teen Crookston coming from the royalty um, aspect of things. 
a photo booth. Dan, the dance man, is our DJ for the day. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Right. Salvation Army will be there handing out some treats. Yep. The fire truck and Sparky are going to be there. So, And then, of course, our, our motorcycle friends um, yeah. will be up there, too, and be a part of our ceremony. And, and, you know, you guys could have had about 15 Facebook pages then because uh, there's no way you could cram all that information on the page that I did. You know, I, I always creep, yeah. you know, to find out, to try to prep for these. But, um that is so cool. And, and when you talk about uh, the motorcycle guys that are going to be there, um, we just had them on. Uh, they had a big run here. I think it was in June, yeah. towards the end of June. But um, what a great group of guys. And I've always said this. Um, you know, if you're looking to raise money or awareness, you get the bikers. They do that. They're probably the best there are at fundraising, raising awareness for certain things, and, and raising money. That, that, that's just crazy. Um, okay, so silent auction closes. Can you tell us any of the silent auction autumn Absolutely. items? Absolutely. So uh, that will run from noon to one thirty. We're going to yep. cut that off at one thirty. So um, Rural Psychiatry and Associates has donated uh, a bag and filled with um, a Stanley mug. A it's a pic- bog bag. So it's, it's a bog bag, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a picnic blanket, uh, men's hockey team, four tickets. Tears has a huge basket. I, I, it's got... Oh, $100 to the Sioux gift shop included in that, amongst many other items, coloring books, socks, T-shirts. Uh, Billy Soaps, that's a $275 value. Wow. It's a $100 gift card plus $175 worth of products. Urban Stampede, and to- Urban Stampede and Toasted Frog, I think it's $50 to Urban Stampede and $100 to Toasted Frog. Lotus Yoga donated three um, one-month unlimited uh, passes, plus then I purchased a few extra things to put with them. Aerospace has a basket. Emily Evers, who is a local former UND athlete mm-hmm. and colleague of mine, made a beautiful painting. Uh, Brianna Halverson, is uh, her, she lost a family member to suicide recently, so she donated a cooking basket, baking and cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy Tanberg donated a pasta basket. Sandy Kovar put together a wellness basket. Hudson Wellness has... A t-shirt and some passes and a bunch of different um, supplement, those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Blue Zones Project, Lisa Marvin, who has uh, now started her own fishing guide business, yep. donated a whole day of fishing guide guided. And um, a local artist, Pam Swenson, donated uh, a painting plus uh, an art lesson for six people. And I'm, I hope I didn't miss anybody, but it's just been, the support is again... Absolutely, just mind blowing. You know, that's in, uh, in fact, I have to say, Monday afternoon, I was in my garage putting the final touches on all the baskets, and this neighbor kept walking by, and he's like, Can I just come in and get one of these <laughs> baskets right now? So, no, you got to come on Sunday. Take to the your house. hands off the baskets, <laughs> yep. mister. Uh, you talk about um, Hus- Hudson uh, Wellness. Mm-hmm. We just uh, actually had Sherrick on the show last week, uh, whose oh. wife has yeah, named after their son Hudson. Yeah. Um, boy, I tell you what, we, we got a lot more uh, to talk about, um, but I need to take just a little bit of a break here uh, to talk about Moe's Cafe here in the Grand Cities Mall. Now, I don't know if you caught it this morning, but the uh, Moe's Daily Dish today. Uh, and I'm a big chicken pot pie guy, but uh, that's what he's got going on at Moe's today. Served in a sourdough bread bowl, juicy chicken with vegetables and a sherry and thyme cream sauce. Get it for 12 bucks today, or you can order off the menu. No matter what you're going to get, it's not your everyday normal food. Check it out. Moe's Cafe, open Tuesday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Weekends, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, again, check out our daily dish tomorrow morning, about 9 o'clock. You'll hear it. Check it out. Not your ordinary food. It is your Moe's Cafe right here in the Grand Cities Mall. 
Michelle Montgomery, Sandy Colbart, here to talk about tears, talk and walk events, supporting suicide prevention and mental well-being. It's going on uh, this weekend, Sunday, September 10th, at the Ralph Ingolstead Arena. And as we talk about things that are going on, um, we mentioned uh, your guest speaker and uh, the fact that he's in the uh, Grand Forks Herald, in fact, on the front page today, which is great for you guys. But um, do you know a little bit about the speaker and, and why is he on the front page of the Herald and why is he your guest speaker? So Dr. Miles is an amazing pediatric neurologist um, at Altrue, and I don't want to give away too much of his story, but he um, shares a very personal experience um, related to suicide ideation um, from a personal experience through his residency program and how he found hope. That's always um, the message that we want to get, that if you are struggling, that there's always hope and there's light there and he explains how he got there um, in hopes to encourage other to keep going mm-hmm. and with the population of um, kids he works with the kids so he embeds that into his practice um, and says actually you know mental health is just as important as your neurological health because it's sure. all in the brain so yeah. it's connected yeah and, and you know a lot of people too um, it, there could be an issue it could be an injury yes. uh, you know there's there's a lot of things um, oh boy um, now, we also talked about the doctor and uh, when we talk about the, the, the community motorcycle group, but what is GFPS sources of strength? Is that something I'm goofed up on here? That's no. a program through the public schools that Grand actually Forks public schools. Yeah, Grand Forks yeah. Public School. Sorry, that's the GFPS. And um, Tears actually has donated the money to start that $10,000 for that programming to happen in the Grand Forks Public Schools for all kids. K through 12. So it's a peer-led program that teaching teaches coping skills and sources of where you can find strength. So there's a eight-piece pie, um, and one of them is like having positive friends, volunteering, have some type of spiritual connection, whatever that is defined at the medical aspect of getting help when you need it. That there's eight different places that you can find strength mm-hmm. when you need it, and you build those up while you're healthy. So if you start falling down and need some help, you can go into one of those buckets and say, oh, I need to call my mentor. I need to call my sure, coach. That sure. Type of thing. Um, this is just awesome. Now, one thing I, I, I kind of forgot uh, to mention, uh, especially Sandy, um, who lost a child, but I know the parents. I've talked to the parents, but one thing I never thought of until well, right now is um, siblings, how they take it. And and I don't know if you have any other children, but um, it must have been tough on them too. I mean, gosh. Yeah, Shaylee, uh, Michael was eighteen, and Shaylee was fourteen oh at the time. So with that, it changed our whole dynamics, yeah. of course, in the family. Um, lots of uncertainty and questions. I was very protective of her. Sure, you know, never sure. dream of losing a child, so that anticipation is there but it also opened the door for me to build and enhance my relationship with her and getting to talk about mental health and so we've embedded that naturally more so and so she is a nurse instructor at Lake Region she talks to her students about that she has two kids of her own so talking about feelings and how to get through those Mm -hmm. so it's actually changed our perspective too and our communication style Um, has it been easy no and it still it stinks. You know, um, I don't know um, how spiritual you are, but um, until all of this starts coming out now, um, people will rely on spirituality or whatever. But there is help out there. There is, and a lot of people don't realize it. It, it doesn't take much to get that help either. No, and it can be something super simple. I mean, if you just talk to a friend, it might be something right. simple as saying, "Saying I'm here for you." When you're feeling alone, those simple words, "I'm here for you." can save a life oh that can mean it doesn't take much all everything in the world um boy um okay first 
Is this right? First 500 participants to check in, get a free T-shirt? Absolutely. You guys, I mean, you got all the bells and whistles on this thing. We didn't let anything go. We're, we're top notch. Wow. Okay, so. There's just been a few hours of planning. That yes. Oh, yeah, I bet. A just a few, a few hours in the garage, right? <laughs> a few hundred. Yeah. Um, now, if you would have registered by September 1st, uh, you guys are giving away, and you'll do this on Sunday because you have to be there to win, uh, a Blackstone, which I have one and I love it, yeah. uh, Fire Pit. And a $250 Shields gift card among all the things in the silent auction. Boy, I tell you what. Um, I and know. Huh? We can I just say out. those were generously donated by Oxford Realty. Oh, wow. Okay. All three of those prizes. So yep. Okay. And, and I know you were trying to figure out sponsors. And I know you've probably got, got a them. ton of them. Did you get them all? I have a list. <laughs> nice. You got the list. All right. So go ahead. Give all these guys all the love you need. Okay. So big shout out to our sponsors. Moen Insurance. Oxford Realty, Absolute Refrigeration, Greg Nelson and Julie Taylor, McDonald Dental Group, Blue Zones Project, Cities 104.3, Apex Apparel, Coda Bank, Impact Nutrition, and BioGirls, plus all the others that I mentioned mm-hmm. in the uh, Silent Back. And so lots of in-kind items, yeah. too, that are too many to list. Oh, I bet. I bet. Now, I would imagine now uh, this thing has got traction, this event. Uh, you guys have been doing it for a while. Is it really that hard to find the help? I, I, I mean, I would imagine people are itching to help you guys. You probably, you know, a phone call? Yeah. Or does it take more? Well, you got to twist any arms? No, we get an outpouring of support, and it's only grown over the years. You know, we had a sign-up genius, and we have it filled now um, with the support. And then when you talk about people wanting to help that's a way to help. Even if you haven't experienced a loss or so, that's a way to help and just show community support. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, we have great, great volunteers and we couldn't do it without them. We have over 80 volunteers helping us out. Man, that is crazy. 80 volunteers. Do you need more? Always. We can find something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And we will get to that. Um, so right now, say we're local, uh, say you're living in Grand Forks and, and for some reason or another, um, things are not going well. Um, maybe the, the thought of taking your life has crossed your mind, what would be the first thing you would tell somebody to do here that's watching this show? Talk to someone. Yeah. Have the courage to say, mm-hmm. I need help. Yeah. That's so- and I think if you're the person that hears that, I think the most important thing that you can say, number one, is I'm here for you. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I might, I'm not an expert. I don't know what to do next, but I'll be here with you, mm-hmm. and I'll take you to get that mm-hmm. help. I think that's the most important. Don't be afraid to say, are you suicidal? Are you thinking of taking your life? Because the biggest myth is people think if I say that, then it's giving them the idea if they didn't have it before. And that is not true. What we find is when that gets asked, it's the biggest source of relief because they can finally say yes. Yeah, right. Do you find, does it happen more with adults um, when they're intoxicated? Because, you know, people wear their hearts on their shoulders and sometimes they get a little over the top. But um, I know I've heard people say things like that when, you know, and then not even remembering it the next morning. And uh, people were not happy that that term even came out, that comment even came out. It's like, you know what, if if you're going to go do that, maybe one, you should quit drinking or two, somebody should smack you alongside the back of the head for saying something that stupid when you're drinking. But is, is that been a case, or is that something you guys don't even look at? Well, no, I, if it's something that's said while you're drinking, you need to address it the next yes, day when yes. they're sober and say, you know, that was said, and mm-hmm. or was that a serious right. utterance? Because if it is, we, there's things that we can do, right? Mm-hmm. And not every situation 
needs a call for 911. Right, you right. Know, there's, there's, because, like, for me, when, because I have these conversations all the time. I bet. So, first thing I have to say is, okay, do you have a plan? Oh. Okay. Okay, you have a plan. Are those means accessible right now? Because if they are, then that, uh, that's the emergent situation. Okay. Right? This that's emergency. Yeah. But if it's, I've thought about it, um, okay, what are, what are your safeguards then? So, you know, talking to them about what are the safeguards, what yeah. are the protective factors? Wow. And, and, and again, you know, the reason why we do this and why we are calling it talk and walk is we want it to be a little bit more proactive rather than mm-hmm. reactive, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than reacting after the, after the event has happened, saying there are a lot of things that can be done. Well, I never, ever thought of that. Uh, do you have a plan? I never thought of that because um, in, in my experiences, majority of the time, it was obvious they did have a plan. Right. And, and that's just something I never thought of. Yeah. You know, I, growing up, I had a plan. I had it all planned out how I could rob the bank in my local town and get away with it. But I never thought of that. Right. If somebody wants to volunteer, if you guys need help, uh, there are people watching this that are going to go, oh, my gosh, what do they do? Who do they get a hold of? All the information you can throw out there. So you can go to our Tears Facebook page and the Sign Up Genius is on there. Or you can just come the day of the event and check in at our registration and we'll see if we have any holes that we need to fill. Okay. But if you're talking specifically, you know, I've had someone say this to me, what do I do? Refer them to that 988-741-741. Reach out to their primary care provider. You know, that's another thing. A lot of people, when they go in for a primary care visit, it might be because I have a cough, but it might really be because I've got something going on and I need to find a way to put that little You're hoping he might say something. Yes. He or she might say, oh, by the way, wow, yeah, th- these are all things that, that, that I had no clue about. Did I miss anything? I mean, this is something we could probably talk about for a long time, even though... It's not a good thing to talk about, but did, did I miss anything here? Um, no, I think as far as that, you know, the proactive stuff, but also want um, the group to know that we run a monthly support group. I run a monthly support group out of my home um, for those of us that have lost someone to suicide. Um, it's an adult group for 18 and over. Um, we average about 15 to 20 people a month. Um, it's a pretty informal group, but we talk about all the challenges with mm-hmm. grief um, pertaining specifically to suicide. Um, and we have some pretty raw conversations, um, but also we give them, help them with different coping skills. You get ideas from others, how they're getting through their day. Right, right. Um, and we have people that are a couple weeks out from a loss. I mean, they come right away. And then myself, I'm at the longest at just over 20, but it shows those people that are new on that journey that I tell people every day, I have a beautiful life. Mm -hmm. I have a black hole in my heart. Absolutely. That will never go away, but I have a life. I have a beautiful daughter, two grandkids to live for. Right, you know right. What I mean? So yeah, and it just shows them that you can still have that, but I'll still still grieve the loved one you've lost. And, and there are different stages, and, and I would imagine that would help. Now, when you have these uh, monthly support groups, can we can you find that out with the information you have given me, or is that a different? That'll be on altru.org/tears. Okay, yep. okay. Now, um, when you have these monthly support group meetings. It, I would imagine a lot of people, it's like getting a couple of tons off your shoulders when you walk out of there. It is. You know, when people come at different stages, you know, it's just another coping mechanism for people to get through it. It's support groups aren't for everybody, but for those mm-hmm. that come, it's like, hey, I should have come three years ago yeah. when I needed it. I mean, it is. We've all had the same loss. It's a little bit different for each one of us, but the type of loss from suicide, sure. the, you know, the tragedy that comes with it and the 
stigma that's wrapped around it. We talk about all of that. So it does provide some relief for them. I always joke about one of my members. She came for six months and never said a word. Not a mm-hmm. word. But she kept coming. Yep. So I knew she was interested. And now she's one of my socially gifted people and, that likes to talk. Yeah, and, and I was going to mention that. A lot of people, they claim they don't like to talk. And, yep. and that's a perfect example. Once you get them to talk, they go, wow, that wasn't that hard. And pretty soon they are very good speakers. Yep. And they never would have known it. Uh, it, oh boy yeah we just create a safe place there you know so we can be vulnerable you know mm-hmm. i mean there's laughter there's tears there's anger all in a two minute span yeah but and, it's okay and there's nothing wrong with that when you walk out of there it's done for a month yep. if, if yeah i mean it's not but it is you yep. know yep. um man yeah hats off to you guys uh this is and anytime reach out to us uh, <laughs> you guys did it the right way you gave us plenty of notice but um Okay, so it's uh, the Tears Talk and Walk, Supporting Suicide Prevention and Mental Well-Being. It is this Sunday, Ralph Engelstead Arena. Uh, start registering at about noon. Yeah, we do want to say it's the um, event is outside on the main concourse. Okay. We'll be walking inside if it's raining, but otherwise we will be outside. So you'll, you'll definitely see I think the weather's supposed it. to be good, too. It's supposed to be yeah. perfect. And it's yeah. only a mile walk, so yeah. it's not it's a short you know, and it's, sweet it's, walk. It's a oh, really? Short and sweet walk. Yeah. Yeah. I did that in the mall this morning. <laughs> yeah, no, and maybe. at the end, too, we'll do the walk, and then we come back, and we always do a closing dedication ceremony to remember those that we have lost. So we have a musician coming, um, a little presentation just to show the support for people that are there. Wow. And that's where those prize winners will be announced. At oh, that time. okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what a great event. Uh, this sounds like a great event. Uh, people, um, check it out. Again, uh, we have mentioned this suicide. Uh, it does affect everybody. And if, if you're watching the show right now and, and, and you're saying it doesn't affect me, I bet you you're lying. Um, I don't know how it couldn't. You guys, uh, boy, I tell you what, Michelle Montgomery, Sandy Kovar, uh, I, I, I'm going to do that for you guys right now. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You guys show up at the Ralph. Be there at noon. Uh, not only is it a chance for you to bid on some really, really cool silent auction stuffs, but they're going to have so many hands-on activities going on. They've got an incredible guest speaker. Dr. James Miles will be there. Uh, it's probably going to be worth going to just to hear him. And uh, also a chance for you to uh, win some stuffs and uh, win some stuff and, and, and fight um, a really, really tough fight that's going on right now. Tears Talk and Walk. Sunday at the Ralph. Thank you, ladies, for coming on the show today. Can I say and, one um, more thing? Yes, you, you can. Know, um, all the money raised um, that we give, 100% of that goes back into our programming and education bucket. There's no administrative cost on that. Um, so we wanna, we're very proud of that, that every dollar goes back into our community. And that is awesome, and that's why it's good to donate, and it's good to uh, also help, all yes. right? It's good to volunteer. All right, make sure you go there, okay, everybody? Uh, this is a huge deal. Our show today brought to you by the Mayor's Back to Badge Ride. Save the date and register for the Mayor's Back to Badge Ride on September 14th. Come by the event, join the ride, and come out on the parade route. Show your support for the brave men and women who keep us safe and make us proud every single day. Register your UTV, ATV, motorcycle, go-kart, or even scooter by going to the Eventbrite page or at the Grand Cities Mall parking lot starting at 4.30. There'll be music, food and beverages, the Rydell Toy Shop will have some awesome cars on display, and there's things to do for the entire family with a 50-50 raffle too. It's the third annual Mayor's Back to Badge Ride Thursday, September 16th at the Grand Cities Mall. Go to the Eventbrite page to find out more. Show your support. 
All right, again, thank you very much to Sandy and Michelle for coming in today. Tomorrow on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. Oh, man, it's going to be a great show. We're going to be talking with Chris Steppen with FYE Motorsports, who also happens to promote the big three-day John Sites Memorial promoter, yeah, uh, that kicks off tomorrow night, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Hey, remember, everybody, to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? You hit that notification bell on your smartphone. It'll ding every time we go on the air. You won't miss a great show like this, all right? Hey, the Grand Cities are grand. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.